June 19, 1865, was the day that Union soldiers enforced President Abraham Lincoln's Emancipation Proclamation and freed all the remaining slaves in Texas, the final Democratic Party stronghold. This event is used to malign America and even the modern Republican Party, and yet history tells the tale of a defeated and spiteful Democratic Party, eager to maintain its historical love of black slavery. June 19th, 1865, came to be known as Juneteenth, uh, when the final slaves were freed through federal forces in the uh, final Democratic state of Texas uh, after the defeat in the Civil War. Uh, this occurred uh, two months after they had officially uh, surrendered to the uh, Union forces, and a staggering two and a half years after uh, President Abraham Lincoln. Uh, had given the Emancipation Proclamation. Uh, Democrats were so eager to maintain slavery throughout this period that they ignored the proclamation in its entirety, and even after they were militarily defeated, uh, it required a federal intervention uh, for the proclamation to be enforced. So first, a brief review over uh, the Civil War. Uh, and I'm only going to focus uh, here on the Union side, specifically because the Union and the Republican Party are synonymous. And just as the South and the Democratic Party uh, throughout this period are synonymous. And paradoxically, uh, Juneteenth is often used to target uh, Republican Party uh, and those who actually reflect the same viewpoints of the uh, victor victorious Union. Uh, so it stands to, to draw a little bit of a historical context here. Uh, there were 13 more, 13 times more, white Americans died to liberate uh, black slaves and who died to gain independence from the tyranny of King George III. If you adjust the casualties of the uh, Civil War, just on the Union side, uh, to the uh, populations at the time of other wars, as a method of comparison, uh, you find that 35 times more Union men died fighting uh, the Democrat pro-slavery regime uh, than died in the war in Vietnam, for example. Uh, eight times more Union men died uh, than total American casualties in World War I, and three times more uh, than who would die in World War II. So the great price was paid to eliminate slavery, and this should be viewed as the uh, blood price of sorts, uh, not only to defeat the Democratic Party and its love for slavery, but in remaining true to the uh, foundational Republican Party uh, moorings of returning the country onto the trajectory first laid out in the founding doctrine uh, by the fathers of the nation. It was Republican blood that defeated the pro-slavery Democrats, and not just white Republicans, but black Republicans as well. It was a Republican president that freed the slaves through the Emancipation Proclamation. It would also be a Republican administration and Congress that officially ended slavery with the 13th Amendment, and who would also pass the 14th and 15th Amendments. And the amendment process was necessary. They did not simply pass a law, because they were concerned, and rightfully so, 
that the returning Democratic Party representatives, with the reintegration of southern states, would seek to simply reinstitute slavery through the uh, political process. And so by placing these protections as amendments, uh, it largely insulated them from potential uh, revision, change, or nullification by the Democratic Party. So instead of using Juneteenth as a way to condemn Republicans or America, it should be viewed as a continuance of an ongoing conflict between anti-slavery and pro-slavery forces, clearly and accurately described as the continuation of the Republican versus Democratic, uh, not just political interests, but philosophical uh, perceptions of humanity. Juneteenth also serves as a brilliant reflection of the nation itself, constantly attempting to fulfill the divine ideals expressed in the founding against the forces of entropy and against the return to tyrannical barbarity, which had been the mainstay of human experience for all of our history. It expresses the willingness of hundreds of thousands of Americans to fight and die in order to pursue the founding ideals. As such, it reflects positively on the nation and should be viewed that way in a similar sense as Independence Day. The greatest honor we can do in the modern time is to pursue those same ideals laid out by the fathers of the nation, united as Americans with a shared national identity, and celebrate Juneteenth as a victory of righteousness over the primitive, despotic nature evidenced in a portion of the human population. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe, share, and leave a five-star review. The Shane Caraway Show is available on Google Podcasts, Spotify, Red Circle, and wherever you listen to your podcasts. Also, visit 1787project.com to learn more.